Scott is too blessed to be stressed. Oh, I, 
service started at 10 o'clock. Okay. But today you got it live and living in color on Facebook, YouTube, and also on Facebook. And you listen to my topic. You got Reverend Kyle Lyles. Reverend, give us the prayer we desperately need. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your wonderful gospel. How did Christ die for our sin, was buried, and rose again? I continue believing to the saving of the soul continues to be given your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we think we're already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for continuing to let us grow in grace and the knowledge of the truth. And Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless the sick all over the universe. You know what to do, Heavenly Father. We just ask you to continue to bless them and let them know that you're still on the throne. And Heavenly Father, we ask you that the Holy Spirit continue to convict spirit all over the universe to be saved before it's down too late. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Pastor, thank you for that prayer. He said, you sit on the throne. God knows that's where he needs to be right now. <laughs> and blessing us, you know, and uh, I read some of the very beautiful prayer, you know, and again, as usual, you know, the God moves and, you know, and, in time, you know, we do this, we start in prayer, and not, not just for our families, but we always pray for all the families, our listeners around the world, and around the country, listen, thank you, and that real prayer will be, be, be a guiding light in, in your week to go. So, Officer Ray, what do you got for us this week? Oh, this, what I got for you is Ezekiel 28 chapter, yes, the 28 chapter Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. And the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. Okay. But I'm going to start off reading the 28th chapter of Ezekiel to let you know uh, the topic and how sin, what sin first began. And this took place in heaven. Okay. This is where this happened at, in heaven. Okay. People thought it started on earth with Adam, but it started with Lucifer in heaven. Okay. Yeah, come on, bring that one here. <laughs> Ezekiel 28 and verse 12. It says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of tyrants. And say unto him, What does lamentation mean? Lamentation means dealing with your emotions and being sensitive about things, concerned. You know how the lamentation of Jeremiah? It's all relating to that. Okay, we got you now. Okay, I, well, I understand what it means. I just make sure that our people that listen to us, uh, we all on the same page. All right. Okay, we good now. Okay. The lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and said to him, Thus said the Lord God, Thou fillest up the song, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Now this one sin begins with beauty. Mm. Mm. People think sin started, they don't know where sin, why sin started, but sin is not, sin is beautiful here. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, as we, we read Isaiah 53, we're going to come back with that to let okay. you know the difference. Okay. 
of what God did. See, this is what Lucifer did. He sinned. He said he did this. He said he was perfect in beauty. And God has been in Eden, the garden of God. <clears throat> Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardis, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, the workmanship, of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. See, he was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thou art the anointed chariot that covered, and I have set thee so. Thou was up on the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou <coughs> was perfect in thy way. From the day that thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. Isaiah 45 and verse 7, God said, I created evil. And here's the beginning of it right here. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. And thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as proclaimed out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering church, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. This is future here. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuary by the multitudes of thy iniquity, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. That's going to be done in an hour. All they that know thee among the people should be astonished at thee. Thou should be a terror, and never should thou be any more. Now that's the beginning of sin in the universe. Now we're going to go to Isaiah 53 and, and, and who that took away this sin by the gospel is the Lord Jesus Christ in Isaiah 53. And he explained what he was. Ugly and terrible looking is how God looked because he dealt with sin. And this is in Isaiah 53. It said, This is the miscarried sacrifice of Christ on Calvary's cross over 2,021 years ago when he died for your sin, was buried, and rose again. Who had to lead our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall go up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness. And when we should see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of me, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, 
our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shears is gone. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who should declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, which of the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief when thou should make his soul an offering for sin. He should see his seed. He should prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord should prosper in his hand. He should seal the travail of his soul and should be satisfied by his knowledge. And should my righteous servant justify many, many members in one body. For he should bear their iniquity. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. And he should divide the spoil with the strong. Because he had called out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. Amen. Okay, now, Rev, bring that together for us. Now, this is what Christ did for the, for the sinners in the world on the cross right here in Isaiah 53. Okay. And so what God dealt with him with the sins of the world. And this is explained everything in it already. It's already self-explanatory. Just believe it. Believe it, death, the burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everybody always want to understand something. It's not about understanding. It's about believing in the finished work that Jesus did on Calvary's cross for your sins, my sins, and the sins of the world. And people ought to get away from that mess. I want to understand this. You don't need to understand this or that. God already told us what we're about to do, and that's believe in his son and his work. Believe it and accept it because it's a fulfillment. But, well, you know, nowadays people have this problem of uh, believing, that's believing because we just went through a, a period, okay, but, you know, they had great views, you know, and people who, who 
where Lucy played with you know, a lot of times, you know, and so that kind of kind of rocked the person's face, if it were that song. Faith is something people don't understand faith. Mm-hmm. You know, faith is something that you do. This is something that is built up from no one. When you know something, you stand firm on it. Because that's what God is. God is firm God. And it's impossible to please him without faith. And we all have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, God, the angels, and everything that they believe everything else but what they need to believe. Because the devil has blinded their world to the gospel truth. That's why you, you, you just heard in uh, Ezekiel 28 what he did. It was about beauty. And that's what's going to be destroyed in an hour when you, get, when you get up in the revelations. You know, I can go on and on, but I'm just saying right here to the point, the main thing is that you need to be born again. If you don't be born again, you are not going to heaven. You are going to bust hell wide open as long as it's a hell, as long as it's light out here, and when it gets day and night, you will bust hell wide open if you don't believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, one of the things, you know, uh, nowadays, a lot of people, most people, including myself, okay, you know, we watch a lot of you know, uh, people on TV, and, but they all have one thing in common when it comes to these sermons, that no matter what church you go to, you know, they give a little small prayer, okay? You know, for them to be invited to know, to know to be saved. You know I mean, and that's the thing that, in a simple, 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 simple prayer. You know, that, you know, for all believers and non-believers, we all can come together and believe. And like you said, and once you do that, your life changes. Amen. Because at that point, you know, you know, you know, like I said, you've been cleansed. You know, I said the word cleansed. Okay. You know of your of your sins of your of your past deeds and stuff, and God is a, is a forgiving God if He has. Amen. And and I said if you just like you just said if you believe and believe in and have a faith, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that you know, and that's why I, do, I know I know I tell people we have tell people. You, first of all, you got to believe in yourself, okay? Then you can believe in believe then, then you can reach out. Uh, they tell you on a plane, if you ever fly, and they, and the, you know, they give an instruction to if the man comes down first, put it on yourself. The Bible tells you to heal oneself first and you have somebody else. Amen. You know, and then, and then you got to have some faith in yourself that you can help somebody. You know, and, and, and without faith, you know, I ain't got to tell all the children Tell what happens then, you know, we go we go astray, we go crazy, we don't do right, we don't feel right. I mean, you, you, you're all discombobulated. Okay, <laughs> just it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time. You know, you know what people, oh, you know, faith, unbelief is just like a toothache. Oh, don't call that real crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now everybody just had a toothache, and you know how much pain it is. Yes, That's yes. what I'm. That's what unbelief is. That's why you need to believe in Jesus Christ that he died for your sins and buried the road again. And he removed that from happening to you. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, they, they tell you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And like most of us, we know uh, at some point when they get up, don't touch a hot stove, what do we do? Go touch a hot they, stove. They touch it, yeah. When they touch it, then they find out it was hot. It was hot, you know, and that's kids. And we were all growing up, Scott, and getting on this and here. We always told our parents, hey, don't do something, fix it in high school. Don't do this. And get, we said, well, heck. Well, I, I can't do this, you know, and we do it anyway. We can sneak and do it. And then we get caught. Yeah, that's a lesson we learn. Don't do that no yeah. more. You know, the, the, old, the old man is made up that way. <laughs> he's, he's, so in un, he's so in unbelief that he always has to see for himself. <laughs> yeah, I got, you know, I got a couple people I know say, well, no, I got, I, and they got to make sense to me, okay, before I do it. I said, well, you, you know, you're not going to be messed up. Well, when I think it makes sense to me, it makes sense to you, okay? Then God is showing us. <laughs> see, see, the reason why a person that accepts Jesus, he believes what Jesus is saying, and he won't have to go through that agony and pain by accepting. But you, a guilt, you can't work for no guilt. It's given to you. Yeah, right. Jesus <laughs> Christ is a gift to mankind. Well, 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 and, uh, and, and I know this is real clear. We all remember when Peter was walking on water and he said, you know, Father, for me to be asking me to come to you, and he was walking out on water, okay? Then he looked out the corner of his ass on the way and, and, and fear kicked in. But as long as he's in faith, he's walking on water. Amen. I mean, but once, once fear took over, guess what? He was going down. <laughs> Well, well, Rev, I want to thank you. We want to thank you for the message today, you know, and, and maybe, you know, um, well-received, you know, and put together in your hearts. And, and, and you know, we're looking at it, but right now, please pay for each other. I listen to Frequency USA, HotTalkRadio.com, <clears throat> launching with the Blue Bacchema Commerce. Scott, if you can, take us out of here.
know what I mean? And 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 that's and, I mean that's why MCA and the Union right now are crying the same song right now. It's the same thing. We need help. We need help. And one of the things that uh, 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 President uh, President Biden is suggesting uh, in the bill, it's almost two trillion dollars. But in that bill, okay, that that fifteen hundred dollars that's gonna go to the people. There's unemployment benefits to people because right now. There are no jobs out there. You know, every day the more people are being, 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 well, some of them made off of business because, because business is closing down. I mean, that's one thing the Black Chamber of Congress, we're fighting with our members and for our members right now trying to create opportunities. And so now that there are, I mean, I mean if there's a job coming, okay, you, you go there, you how long am I going to be there? So on the, on the public benefits, uh, the thing we talk about more and more, okay, is that you that you got food, but people get in line, and that that's the thing that, that that bothers me the most is that you looking at people who are in line. First of all, they're in line just to be to, to be tested. Then you're in line now, you know, to, you know, to, to, to get the vaccine. And guess what? Now, you know, we are getting the vaccines out there to people, but now we find out that there's, there's been a shortage. You know, and so that's why I said, uh, uh, but I haven't said that. Maybe send something out real, Scott. Chuck and Doc, you can see it two weeks on the air. Uh, I'm going to get my vaccine sometime soon. Okay. Because I went back to therapy uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm around a lot of people now when I go, when I go to therapy. Uh-huh. You know, and, uh, and, you know, when I did home, okay, I was good. But when I'm around all those people, okay, and I'm not sure where they came from or where, from whence they came. But I know I got to, you know, take precaution. I said I wasn't going to, you know, uh, you know, you know, get the virus. I was going to wait. And so just the other day, I go, you know, St. Louis Hospital here, St. Louis, and I already, you know, called my doctor. And right now, we're waiting on the, the vaccine to get to the hospital, you know, to get here. Uh, in Missouri right now, we, like most states, went into a shortage as this is coming out of, you know, and like here in St. Louis, the emergency workers, the police departments, the firefighters, all the people in Amway, they can't get the vaccine. I mean, they're getting, I mean, they're getting the not, no, not to be vaccines. Well, that doesn't sound like they get the vaccines. And so right now, there's, I mean, there's a need. And and and, uh, and and I look at it, you know, to where I said I wasn't, but uh, that makes sense here. <laughs> okay, I want to be. This, I want to talk to you guys again next year this time. I got a here, question for you. Right uh, we'll be we'll be getting when, when the time comes, you know. So I did get on the list. Uh, we're doing a call for my doctors, you know, to, to come in and uh, to the hospital, and we'll be getting those done. But having said that, I feel sorry for people right now who just got getting these lines, and right now. As people call in, 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 in you know, I'm, I'm frustrated for them when they be saying, uh, call back, uh, you know, drop on calls. We you know that's why I say it's very important that we come together and deal with this pandemic. And as much as I, you know, you know read about it, we hear about it, and we talk about it, we got friends. Matter of fact, one of our great, 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 great people uh, died just overnight. Uh, Larry King. I know everybody knows Larry King. He's been on, on TV and radio and cable television over a, a pack. 
video, you've been on cable, you've been on TV, internet, what you call it, okay? He's been there. And a couple of weeks ago, he announced that he, that he had contacted the uh, COVID-19. So we're not sure yet, you know, that that's what, the, what, what killed the gentleman, okay? And I have to call him a gentleman. Uh, he was always very respectful for everybody that came on the show. Uh, he didn't, you know, take anybody in and, you know, uh, we call chief shots. He treated everybody with respect. And matter of fact, we started out talking this morning, and I was expecting that, you know, that I tried to do this show similar to what Larry King would do. We would ask a question that people you know, don't know and need answers to. And we're not trying to, you know, you know tear anybody down or, you know, make anybody's life miserable. We want to be as helpful as we possibly can be. And not only did we lose Larry King, I lost another hero yesterday, Hank Aaron, Kevin Hank. Yeah, the baseball player. Yeah, the baseball player. He's the first hit the world record since world record. No, the record in baseball. You know, as he broke the record. You know, I mean, he hit out, he hit out on him, but he was Kevin Hank. And matter of fact, when he when he broke the record, he was with the Atlanta Braves that he had to have security. But racism, racism was alive. It's still alive and well now, but it was so bad then that he was a man. Okay, this black man would have the audacity. To break a, uh, a white man's baseball record, and and Hank, all he was doing this was playing baseball. That was his job. Amen. He was to go out there, you know. And, and but now that if we look back, okay, guys, he forget. But uh, right now we're living, you know, we're living right now, and that, that racism again is lifted here, you know. And at some point, it's going to be stamped out, and it's going to come, it's going to come to our head, and people have to deal with that. It's alive and it's well. And we just have to learn how to get along, because one thing for sure, we ain't going no place. You ain't going no place. And that's why with our kids, with the young people right now, they're with, with each other. I mean, most of the older people, they got to hate. The young people get along well. I mean, they, they don't see, see color in skin. They just see a friend someplace. And we got hey, to... Hey, hey, Aaron. Yes, sir. Hey, Aaron. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. Death is uh, it's not a surprise because he said the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So death has been going on for ancient of time and generation by generation. All of all the people that are dying, look at how all the people that are living. Y'all looking at what's 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 happening and not being content. It wasn't heaven, huh? Well, and that's why, you know, um, we've been told, like I hear what you hear, we all hear in some places in our days that uh, we're a patient ass. You know, and that, and that just gets me that people refuse to wear a patient ass when we've been told as a kid, wash your hands. I mean, wash your hands. And now they're telling you now, social justice is sick. And, and the bad part about this is, it's been proven that this does work. It's not a myth. You know, yep. you know in, in Congress, a couple of weeks ago, we had this thing on, on, the, on the 6th of January. We had some Congress individuals, when they were, they were all in their fighting their lives, you know, you know, you know, that some refused to put masks on. And guess what? Some people got sick from that. Hey, 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 Aaron. Yes, sir. Aaron, something else, too. 
And then disobedience brings death. And it's just a human law. Yes. Got all these people telling you what to do. Put the mask on, wash your hands and all that, and follow instructions. And people still rebelling against that because of the wickedness. There's no good thing that dwells in the flesh and the intelligence. And Satan is behind all this. Satan wants all these people to die and go to hell like we is. Obama. That made me feel so good, okay, as, as Americans to see 
all of our presidents come in, the different Republicans come in there together to honor our new president and give him the support that he needed going forward. Because hey, Aaron. Yes, sir. Did you, did you see the Bible that they, they had lift out of there? That's the original Bible that I've been talking about that's in Washington, D.C. It's the original Bible, and they started along with our forefathers that was following Jesus Christ and his right to live. They're the one that brought that in. Yes, yes, yes. So right now, that's what I said. It's a, 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 where we says a new chef in town. And, 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 and most times, in, 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 in we have a new administration, there should be a honeymoon. And right Amen. Right. <laughs> so for people to, to, to do some changes. And uh, as a matter of fact, we had now, uh, we had three new senators. Uh, one from California that took uh, Senator from Vice President Harris's spot. He's from California, first Hispanic, you know, to be, you know, to be from California, you know, to be in that office of senator. And we had the first uh, black from Georgia, Governor Warnoff, and the first Jewish senator from the state of Georgia also, who are now senators. So there's a change taking place. And with this change is done, it has given the uh, uh, the Senate, you know, uh, uh, you know, a you know, fifty-fifty, would be put the majority in you know, uh, Democrats in place now. So, uh, Senator uh, from New York, uh, it would be the new majority leader, and McConnell would be the minority leader. And unfortunately, McConnell has been an obstructionist for a long time, for six years that he was in power. And now he's still trying to be an obstructionist. And one of the things that uh, and that he was objected to was, you know, I shouldn't say he's objected to the impeachment of Donald Trump when it comes to, come to the White House. He said, give them time. You know, you know, which I think was a good good thing. Even if we had uh, Russia, it's not always good. And I think right now, uh, just last night, okay, there's more information coming out <clears throat> about uh, what took place on, on, on the uh, on, on, and I think we got all kind of cameras, and also we got uh, in the city, Missouri Senator Holly, and uh, and also uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, the Senate has now passed a, you know, put a resolution forward for them to be investigated for any conduct. And so previously they would not been you no know, you know, could not be investigated by the FBI, but now that the Senate <coughs> is investigating them. So right now, we're going to hope we will see a real, real, you know, coming out. I was watching this morning, and I saw they put a scalpel down on the side of the building, and people getting shot and killed. Somebody, somebody needs to understand that that ain't right. I, I, I don't care what part you win, okay? You know, and I walked in the Capitol, you know, we were been there, and I feel proud walking down the Capitol. But to see people that had to be killed there and desecration of the place is not a good thing to do. But I'll say one thing though, in all things that took place in the inauguration, a beautiful young black young lady, beautiful black young lady named Amanda Brown, 22 years old, with a beautiful poem. And it says, it's so beautiful, beautiful. And so just for a while there, you know, we had no choice, but years of history was being played out. We're being played out. And now that they're okay, we saw some good things take place. Already, uh, President Biden has hired, <coughs> excuse me, over a 
Congratulations. Thank you. Good Thank job. you so much. Yes. I, I'm very proud that I made all A's. <laughs> okay, Kat. And so let me ask you a question, okay? In all your classes, what was your favorite class? Oh, one of my favorite classes was called, um, like, uh, radio production, right? And the art of interview. So those are the classes that we took. That I took this semester, last semester. None of them. They were pretty simple. Not simple, but I learned a lot. Well, well, okay, I guess. Of course, that is. How do we do it on our original program? It wasn't great. Oh, I think it's great. I love it. <laughs> I give y'all an A, of course. Okay, thank you. Well, well, well that's why we got to. We had you come on the program. Uh, we wanted to know through your eyesight that you watch what we're doing and tell us about what we're doing, you know, you know, you know and what we don't see as older people. You know, because this is what is work, okay? This is the man. We're going to leave there. Leave, leave you guys. Mm-hmm. And so, so now, having said that, I know you watched the inauguration you know, this past week, okay? Yes. What were, you, what were your thoughts, okay? When that beautiful young lady got up, Mr. Gorman, what were your thoughts? This is her. You know, you know, for Oh, my thoughts through this, right, was... Most of the time, I, I kind of was flipping through channels because I was like, okay, the inauguration. <laughs> but I was kind of happy that it was happening because it felt like it took a little too long, especially with all the drama that was happening in the past weeks, as you know, right? But, like, the thing is, I can't truly um, feel like, I feel like I can't truly celebrate this, right? Because there's still so many people suffering. There's still so many people that are hungry, right? Yeah. And so I just, for me, I just felt like I really can't celebrate this until, like, till we get this all settled in, right? We, uh, like, people who would get, um, hopefully they pass that stimulus check quicker. Hopefully we get, there's a new COVID plan how to, I don't know, to turn the numbers down, to make the numbers go down, because we need to do that as soon as possible. And so I was just sitting here like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking in the back of my head, just watching that. I was like, wow. Okay, so what were your thoughts when you read when Ms. Gorman read on phone? Oh, it was fantastic. I was like, wow.
like black people that I've seen all the time who are in like everywhere in like places of power, right? And they were doing music and all this stuff. So it's not as shocking to someone who's born in my generation, okay? <laughs> we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> but when I hear like I hear my when I hear my grandma speak about it and she's She's born in the, I don't know, I say pre-Jim, like pre-the Civil Rights Movement, okay? Okay? And when I hear her speak about it, I can tell that this is so powerful to her, okay? Maybe it, 
it's not the same satisfaction as if you cross it off your list. So you can now say, yeah, no, I made the Dean's list. That's 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 a brand. That's certification. That's you 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 may not have thought about it, but you put in the work. You got the results. Even if you didn't have to study that hard to get it, you still proved a level of achievement that is uh, somewhat standardized among um, uh, formal in educational institutions. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, I, I you know I, I did I come home early from school, uh, you know, but I was okay. But I was doing things. So Valued, you know, or that 
they had priced it in such a way that, you know, you might as well, you know, don't even think about this. This way out your league. This way, don't even think about it. Then there was, came a time when, you know, so um, junior colleges and community colleges and all that started rising in value. And then, you know, HBCUs. This, a lot of people going to black colleges because that was all they could make it. That's all they could get to. Or they weren't really trying to do this, that, or the other. And then you see some of these, uh, some of my friends, I'll speak on it, that went to those prestigious schools before when it came time for med school, law school, uh, dentistry, uh, veterinary. And uh, they went, they, they said, no, I'm circling back. I'm going to have my black school experience now. Well, the truth is, that's where you can get in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Chuck, you know, uh, you know, Chuck, you know, I was fortunate. You know, uh, when I was fortunate, you know, I had about 12 or 10 more offers you know, for most of the major schools, unfortunately. Uh, but I went to Wilberforce, you know, up in Ohio. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Wilberforce at Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, and so, so, so when I got there, you know, you're talking about, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the, the war days, you know, you know, days. And when I got there, you know, and they were all the time there. Um, you know, they had a little bus that took us to, you know, from the, from the, you know, from Dayton, Ohio, you know, we walked a little bus back and forth, but, uh, from St. Louis, we're going to get to camp, we're going to be, we're going to get to camp out to the camp, right? And so we got there, you know, and we said, oh, yeah, this is, we go through the beginning of the night, and the camp down, said, no, 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 you're looking at, you're looking at, uh, uh, Central State University. You turn around another way, that's Wilberforce. And Chuck, they had just run down the student union. <laughs> mm. And this was my introduction to college, you know what I'm saying? No, no, the, no, the, no, I was out of you know, college, it was there. You know, I had a, you know, and I went there, you know, thinking I had a football scholarship, as well as, you know, a trash cut and all those, okay, and I found out that that didn't exist, you know, things that weren't there in those days. And then I walked into a thing called a trimester. And we all grew with semesters. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I came with a whole new world. And I came home early, you know, because my mother got sick. So I didn't get a chance to go all the way to get there. But uh, I was being you know, recruited by the different fraternities and sororities and stuff. But like yourself, I just I wanted to be me. I don't want to be hung up in these clubs. You know what I'm saying? I want to just want to go out and do what I got to do. But I tell you, it was an experience. But yeah, but back in old days, I, I, I lived in Cincinnati when I was in the music business. Dayton was one of my markets. I used to call on WDAO. So I know exactly that that view you're talking about. And and the other one that you know that was there. The, the other key things is just a stark uh, contrast of, of of the life you're looking at when you're driving down the highway. So you got uh, CSU Central State, which is another black school, Wilberforce. And then you had the University of Dayton. Yes. And then in the backdrop, you had a basically predominantly black city, and you also had the Air Force Base there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, 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 I, I'm familiar with it, but man, God bless you that you, you know, you persevered, you did that, because so many uh, brothers and sisters have been promised those athletic uh, uh, rides, those entrees. You know, you get there, and you know, I, and, and in the big schools, they tell you, well, you know, you didn't turn out the way we thought you would. You know, after freshman year, <laughs> you know, and uh, we're not sure we're gonna be able to stay on scholarship. 
whatever. And, you know, your life and, and, and your family and everything, it's just so linked to that. And they dangling in front of you. You, know, you better get out there and play. Well, I don't think I, I think I may have broke my foot. Well, if you can run on it, you can play. You know, you, you know, know, I mean, with, you know, with, you know, with, you know, Chuck, you know, with you being with you stand there, is that we all went to school, we had a great spin-off. Everybody was excited that you was going someplace. You know, and in my family, the first time I rode, if I rode an airplane, I was in a military school, you know, I was, we all was, had, we, we had high hopes. You see, then we got introduced to, to another world. You know, and, and, to get out of the neighborhood, to get out of, you know, because, you know, you know how it is at graduation. And Cheyenne, I, I mean, I, I would imagine, depending on the type of school you went to, when people start saying, okay, so what you going to do now? And the parents are talking, well, so-and-so, so they're going here, and they're going to do this. Or, so, you know, this one's going to go, maybe go to the military for two years, but get a full scholarship. And after they serve their uh, commitment, they get a free scholarship. Or, I mean, they get, you know, they get to go on to college. You know, and do this and that. So everybody's talking about what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and then you kind of see, you know, somebody you know that maybe their parents aren't as engaged or whatever, and they say, well, listen, man, I got a job. I got to go do this. My family, my father's sick or gone. I got to raise my brother. You know, all that. You get the dichotomy of society and life. Mm -hmm. You get that. You get that. And, and um, did you have that sort of peer Yes, absolutely. Had it <laughs> yes. And but when, what, what, first, let me ask you this. What type of high school was it? What type of people uh, did you um, Well, I went to, uh, the high school I went to was mostly, I want to say, minority, right? And it was like a historical black school before. And it was super competitive, right? Where, like, the parents were really involved in their uh, in their kids' education, okay? And how I remember it was some people, parents weren't really involved at all. But at the very, like, in my senior year of high school, we're, we're all talking about what do you want to be in life, right? And at that time, I had no clue at all. <laughs> I wanted to be all different types of things at this point. And when it really changed was at, at graduation and seeing everyone go off to their different ways of life, right? And I was like, okay, okay, I, I guess I'm going to go to um, community college for two years, right? Because that, that's all I could afford. <laughs> but when I went to community college, it really shaped uh, who I wanted to be in life, right? It shaped where I wanted to go, and it got real. Um, it got real at that point. That's how I would say it. <laughs> what type of things were? Uh, do you remember of what people, what the aspirations were, or what they, you know, planned, or what they were actually gonna do versus what they really wanted to do? I, I know that a lot of people in my school wanted to go to these. HBCUs, right, such as uh, Clark, Spelman, and Howard, right, but they they weren't able to because it was really expensive at that time, okay, and so what happened to a lot of these people, they, they, 
they went to community college with me or they went to Lincoln University and I think Jefferson. Yeah. And then you have some people who uh, wanted to go to college, right, but they decided to go, what you were saying, the two years in the military so they could afford it. That's, and then I know a couple people who wanted to be doctors and lawyers. And some of them are doing that, but it's, it's difficult. <laughs> some people just dropped out completely and just started working. You know, you know, Shannon, I think, you know, uh, and we all agree that, uh, you know, and us being proud of you, okay, we all bring back memories about how, what we did and how we think and how we got here. And there's something we have said in this prayer today that, you know, that, uh, you know, just be true, just be true and be with it and have a faith, okay, and just find what faith takes you. It will put you in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, and right now, okay, none of us, even five years ago, well, check out on it, we're going to run something like said, 10 years ago, we didn't have the slightest idea. What, you know, I, I, I just broke my neck, okay, when I got that neck checked in, you know, and I, and I didn't even have a radio show, I just all in my past. But God has put us all together, you know, in this one place, so we see that we're helping our communities and bringing all our experiences you know, to bear, you know, and, and especially we are excited for you, okay, because we're looking at you, the problem we may have had, things that we may have wanted to do, it's one thing we all wish we could, we could go back in time and be young again. <laughs> you know, but, but here you are right now, young okay, and vibrant, and, you know, and kind of, you know, pick our advice in some case or watching what's going on. And and I guess that these rounds now, okay, you look at our country, what do you foresee in the next maybe five, five years at least? That's what you think in the next, in the next five years. Well, in the next five years, right, um, what I see is happening is if they, they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to fix health care, okay? And if they don't, they're going to have a big issue, okay? <laughs> people are going to be mad and hungry. And I don't know how that's going to turn out, but when people are mad and hungry, what, what are they going to do? Ask yourself that. And then, like, they weren't have to fix that. And I think that's one of the more, most important things, especially right now since we're in a pandemic, okay? <laughs> and so I, they're going to have to fix, like, how intense the college debt is and how expensive college is, okay, nowadays? It's ridiculous. It, a lot of a lot of people right now, they're going to have to fix the homelessness problem. And if they just kind of put it on the back burner, I don't see this ending good for anyone up at top. People are going to be mad. But if they do fix that, I believe that we're going to, or attempt to like even talk about it, it's going to, we're going to move into a better society for everyone, okay? Well, Shane, I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I admire what you just said because you kind of put your fingers up here on all the hot, hot buttons. Would you reach up? Yes. Uh, and, 
well, in my book for sure, but I, I really, my wife always told me I always put a butt in it. But uh, I, 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 I think we'd be programmed to, to, to turn away from it. I think we'd be programmed to not value education, to think and oh, feel yes. that you can make it in life without an education. Or, you know, or that you don't have to have it. You know, and we never really, if your family says you have to have it, it's, it's a mindset because you have to have it in order to have a better life. You know, you can still uh, breathe, eat, and sleep if you don't have an education. But what's the quality of life? Or what is the opportunity in life? That's that's all the difference of the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you know, one of the problems, okay, that I agree with you that that, that people are trying to, uh, you know, and, 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 and let, me, let me rephrase that: the people who, who don't have that and cannot achieve that uh, are jealous, okay, of the people who have achieved that or who can achieve that. And I think that's one of the problems in our, in our, in our, in our society is that people can be, the jealousy is, 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 is uh, uh, envy or what you want to call it, okay? Uh, or like I'm educated, Cheyenne, especially that uh, 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 she's fortunate to be in an environment, okay, that she got supporting parents. Uh, she also is in an environment that, that, that she knows that she can be successful with them. She put her mind to do that she's smart. And so, so she's not gonna let somebody turn her away from her dream. And if she and she don't get a dream, she's gonna dream, and she's gonna achieve those things. Let's get you supporting her. And that's the thing that most people don't have. You know, there's somebody nowadays. Cause right now, most people are in survival mode right now. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know, like we talked about now, you know, you see people in lines for the back for protesting. Being last for food, going back to you know, we we called traditions. We read about that in the 1929 and stuff like that. And we we never did that in our country. <clears throat> but now we have people in line, I don't know, for food. Okay, being last to 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 get a you know a test. Being in line now to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so those things you're looking at just everyday occurrences, you know. And then you know, unfortunately. One thing that uh, Biden has done is they're trying to help out people on their school debt. A lot of people right now, you know, uh, can't get a job, you know, to, to, to start paying down their school debt. And unfortunately, the history goes with that. Okay, you know, the compounds there. I mean, so, I mean, so, so there's a thing, okay, trying to, you know, I was in Cranville Syndrome, and you try to go up, people are putting you down. And you got to work, mm-hmm. you know, work so hard to achieve those things, you know. And, and once you're aware that they seem to fight against you, uh, it's a little bit more easy to fight, okay? But, but because you know that these things are against you, and you're going to succeed no matter what. And I think that's the mentality that your son had the same mentality, okay? He wanted to get into the big hockey without a black man's school, okay? But, but he was determined that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. 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 Well, you remember the basis that 
we have that keeps us uh, knowing what to do and to comprehend what's happening out here is uh, the writing, reading, and arithmetic. Those are basic skills that you always need. That's that a bring that's, that got you on the right foundation where you can go out here and develop something. That's why you got entrepreneurs. See, entrepreneurs, everybody got a different attitude toward how to do things, you know, and they do it the way God gives it to them instead of the way you want me to learn. And when you do like that, you're going to give all the credit to God and you're going to advance in life and go, and go get whatever you need to survive. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, I will, I will agree as a, as a chick I know you will, because most of our entrepreneurs and our black chamber of commerce from around the world, okay, uh, they are not doing things not with the books that they could do, but what they feel that they could do, and they take a chance on their own skills to go out and start a business. You know what I'm from, Chuck? It ain't something yeah. that, you know, it's not a path. I tell people all the time, what I'm doing right now, there's no book that I can go to and figure out what to do next. And I mean, Chuck, what you're doing as ambassador of the Black Team of Commerce, there's no book for Chuck to get up the next day and go, here, go to page 16 and paragraph 7, if I need to do today. You don't have that. May your God give me spirits, okay, what I need to do to survive to the next day. Am I right, Chuck? Tell me if I'm wrong here. Oh, you really talk about the handbook of life. And let me tell you, the handbook of life is exactly what Rev is talking about, plus the uh, 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 scriptures. Amen. And you too. You, you have to have something. And, you know, the, we were kind of talking about Cheyenne's disposition, your disposition, my disposition, but... Parents had a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. You're a product of your environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. salute those that have persevered. There's a lot of success in our country and society uh, where they didn't have that. They didn't have a whole lot of a supported home. Mm hmm. You know? Well, well I, I was, no, I did myself because uh, my mother had an eight grade education. You know, and uh, if you move from, from down south up here, you know, and whatever base I had down in Vicksburg was, you know, I grew up here and I didn't know nobody. You know what I mean? You know, and I was, I was, I was blessed. My sister and I was, uh, working, I was working in the mayor's office, you know, St. Louis at the time, and she was in the mayor's office in East St. Louis. And we didn't have nobody who got us there. You know, we got it there on God blessed us to be there, and we were able to do some things, you know, and you know, work our way there. We create, we create our own foundation. We have nothing, you know, nothing to, you know, somebody I can call up here, you know, yes, so so. One thing in life, okay, that we all know that we can call somebody, call somebody help us, help us. Yeah, you know my dad, you know my mother. Oh yeah, okay, you so and so child. Okay, that open the door for you. And that's now our kids, you know, call people right now and say, oh, I'm our folks child. Okay. Well, I can help you out. You know what I mean? I, I, I know uh, Chuck DeVoe. Oh, yeah? Okay. I'm just, uh, I'm just, okay, good. Well, I'm Rev. Well, I'm Scott's child. Am I right here? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and those are the things, okay, 
that have gotten us where we are. You know, and I take great pride in knowing that I got like real I got great grandsons. You know, and that 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 and you know, and uh, and we got kids now. You know, you know, and our kids got kids, and and they don't you know, use our name. You know, sometimes I tell my daughters all the time when I when I, when I would get them. Well, you know, I would have to get jobs and to the government and stuff, and they would tell me about you know the other people. I said, well, just tell them who daughter you are. And the door will open up for you. Well, that was a blessing, okay, because I treated everybody right all the time. Amen. And if I was a bad person, okay, who they didn't laugh and did something to me, they said, so and so, so and so, so I'm going to kick your ass. Or mm-hmm. oh, you know what I'm saying, Marisha? Yeah, you're right. That's, that's the village. That's the village. That's the village. Yeah, yeah that's the village. Everybody's grazing, and let me tell you, if you saw my child out doing something uh, or needing help or reaching out or and, and if I help your child then I, I then you can help mine. Thank you. Amen. You never mm-hmm. know when or where or what or who or you know, but that's that's what we have in community. Thank that you. we were forced together. You know and there's the details of that uh, Black Wall Street. You know, out there, and I know you're 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 close to it, but the details of how that community lifted itself mm-hmm. and said, "Okay, y'all can uh, uh, apartheid us from uh, <laughs> access to capital and every everything else that we really needed, but we gonna figure we we're not gonna we're not just gonna lay down. We gonna work with each other." Yeah, and you know, after that, that's when. You know, more than Willie Lynch kind of stuff came out about, well, you know, we can't let this work together. <laughs> oh, no, they, they, they can figure something out. You know, yeah. uh, like, let's say the Jewish community or uh, uh, Latin, or, you know, Hispanic community. You know what? If you go look in almost in every, every city where of uh, 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 any size, Look at the Chinese restaurants, and you look at where do they buy their products from? I mean, their supply. They got a company that's a Chinese company. You know, yeah. I was going to bank, and it just turned mm-hmm. out, yep, turned out that they had put enough money into a, a city bank, and these are Chinese. They had they had got Chinese tellers in there that could speak Chinese. I just happened to be there on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were bringing cash in there, greenbacks. A lot of them on restaurants, or they, they're smart. They know, well, within their own strategy, they're smart for themselves, but they got cash businesses. This is Chinese mm-hmm. restaurants that won't take credit cards. They're working together. But they exactly, work you know, that's, that's community. That, that's a community, and they get the work permits, they get more folks sent over here, they're getting them educated, they have babies over here, and, and then they still maintain the connection back to the motherland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what they forgot, uh, uh, Ira and uh, Chuck? It was unity. Unity means love. Love will make you work together. And that's the foundation of it. Everybody loved each other, and everybody was out to help each other. They wasn't on no division part. They was working as one. 
for biblical understanding. Um, like, um, I feel like, especially where we're at right now, there's a lack of community in the black community, okay? And it's because, you know, with black people after, I guess, when segregation ended, right, everyone wanted to do their own thing, okay? But, like, when what I see happening nowadays, right, you have all these different type of black people, okay? And it's like different type of groups. You have black people who don't want to be considered African descended mm -hmm. people. Which, which is strange to me how you don't want to be considered black, but everyone's attacking each other for their different viewpoints and what they believe in, right? Even though there's not one really correct answer on how to be unified as being black, okay? And, like, we, as black people, we have to, like, at the end of the day, we're all still black, okay? And we have mm -hmm. to just accept all different type of black people, okay? Yeah. Because I had some people who tried to argue with, uh, I believe this was one of my cousins, right, that they weren't fully black because they were part native and we shouldn't they have their own community, and we shouldn't be associated with other black people, which didn't make any sense to me. Because, <laughs> like, when you look at me, you see a black person. <laughs> it, it is just crazy how um, people let their hate strip get away of uh, being together, okay? Mm -hmm. And working together. Well, Shane, I think, you know... Just in my experience, most of my life, you know, uh, and I'm glad you took, you know, most of your life also, in Pastor Rim and Pastor Scott, okay, that we've been kind of, all of us are small in our own life. Mm -hmm. People have hated us for that. I've actually never yep. hated, okay, hated us for that because they feel for some reason, okay, that we were doing things that they could not do that uh, we were privileged, okay, but now we just was all thinkers and we were willing to go the extra mile of uh, that way at night to do some extra study, you know, or either you know, go a little bit further, you know, to do some research, you know, or just do some things, okay, that they wouldn't do, and, you know, either pray a little longer at nighttime or in the morning time when they wouldn't, they didn't want to pray when we prayed, because we'd ask God for, you know, for directions. And they decided they didn't want to do that because they, they already knew what they, what they could do and what they couldn't do. Mm -hmm. But for us, they're doing a little bit extra, okay? And sometimes our parents didn't have to you know, motivate us, okay? Because we just, my mother asked me, what makes you, you, you know, uh, motivate you as a mom? I said, I see people on the corner and look like me on the corner and yet ain't doing nothing. That motivates me. I don't want to be like that. And that was my motivation. Mm hmm. You know, I didn't need, I mean, I never, matter of fact, you know, uh, I, you know, I've been in the same workshop a long time, and the German used to have a little store next to the barbershop, uh, and, you know, and, and, and he's retired and stuff, so he just went to the barbershop, and he was there. And he said, I remember you, and I said, yeah, I said, yeah, Mr. Nels, how you doing? He said, he said, when you were a kid, you came to my store, okay, you was one of the few kids, okay, that had to worry about still, you know, because you came around and got what you wanted and you left. You didn't hang around, you can't get what you wanted and you left. 
you know, and that's how I am today. But if I want something, I'm gonna get what I get, what I'm trying to get. And I think all of us on this phone, you know, something we want to get, and we're gonna get it. And we're gonna pay for it. And that's what we're gonna focus on. And that's how to steal from somebody else. We're gonna steal God he wants to be successful. Hey, hey, Alan. Yes, sir. You know, uh, another thing that keeps uh. It, it, this is anybody, black, white, green, orange, yellow, gray, whatever, you know, it's, uh, when the vision comes in, the vision comes in about somebody like that Willie Lynch thing, you know, the Willie Lynch thing was a thing that divided all people of all nationalities, Chinese, everybody, and the Willie Lynch. It's still working today, well. It's still working. Yes, sir. It ain't stopped. They got it. They got it. Hide. They had. They trying to hide. But the Bible brought it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever in the dark comes to the light. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and right now, there's those things that continue to divide us. And now, okay, we all find, you know, uh, we're in the same pot, okay, that we all find that thing. We all got needs. Can I find you? Or what you got? Or 
it may not have anything to do with the color of the person or who the person is that came up with a product that is good and I like it. You know, there was a time, though, uh, where a black man could invent the Polaroid or could invent uh, the stoplight, but, oh, no, you could, you can't invent that. You can't help me. You, we'll take the idea. We'll work it for you, but you, you don't own this. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. We're, we're in survival mode. You know, yeah. that's where that, that uh, Black Wall Street of, uh, uh, was it Tulsa? Yeah, mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma. That that's what that's what that that's what that represented. So you know, we we here we are. We can we can go back in history and find a example, mm-hmm. you know, a, a case mm-hmm. of what it worked and how it worked. You know, we're not we're not recreating the wheel. Yeah. It, it, it's there. You know, and and we've got to kind of understand the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're not create the game. We're not even no referees in this game. Well, if you understand it, and we can play the game, meaning like in this case, having involvement uh, and interest on both sides of it. You know, from a political standpoint, you know, they're, they're talking about maybe a, a third party might emerge or something. But we we would get a little bit better shape for it if you know, we had equal. Hi. Interest and representation on both sides of it, so you can't you can't lose. That's what you see going on with some of these big, bigger businesses. They don't put as much money on the one side as they have the other. Mm-hmm. They're working. They they work. Uh, uh, those two persons, okay, like that, you know, I, I got a good memory. Okay. You know, and, and, and we want them to understand that if they want, that they didn't keep their words, okay, that's the whole thing about us. We keep our words to people. And that's why around the world, okay, your words mean something. That's why I said a little earlier, okay, with our kids, okay, they say, I'm so and so child. Well, right now, I can tell people I know Chuck. I tell you, I know Ira. Okay, my fact is the chamber. Oh, you got you got from Missouri. Okay, and when they mm-hmm. they know that um, they're gonna get results. Okay, 
And like right now, you know, I, and I met Bill Kovac, you know, you know, at our convention years ago. Remember that? He needed a favor to become my castle. So for, for the Kim and Conway right there. And uh, Harris said, I got just a man. And so Harris said, I know somebody. And that's how, that's how we work. We connect, we, you know, we're, we're part of a connectability system. Which Amen. In our system, okay? That's how we, that's how we have, I can't call it power. That's how we have our relationships. Is what makes us who we are. Amen. I mean, and, and we gotta understand that the relationship has values to it. Yes, sir. I mean, it, it's uh -huh. a lot. And, 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 and we take it for granted, okay? But right now, Cheyenne understands now that where she sits, okay, and she can build on what we're teaching her. Yes, sir. And I want she can use my name anytime. I know she's going to be able to get cash. We, we got faith in her. We want, we want her to grow. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to circle right on back on that, Cheyenne. Come on with whatever, wherever you're going. And when, you know, you don't have to wait till you graduate to start putting the uh, seeds together of what we're going to sow. But uh, what I was saying is, come on right now as we start to put some of these matchmaking and things together for your interest or your friend's interest. And you can say you know us. We don't do more than say you know us. We don't do more. We don't tell them that you can do the job, whatever, a client or a contract or whatever the case may be. We know you can, but we're going to be there right with you to make sure that you do so. You have a library of resources and, and, and services surrounding you. You won't fail. We got you. Okay. <laughs> Like, like right now, Joe, we have a, a show that uh, Scott and I do a power project with Mr. Uh, he does the show there. And now he's trying to get Cheyenne to come on his program, okay, because he's watching how she's effective on our program. I mean, so, so uh, what we need, yeah, is excellent, and we need that perspective. And Cheyenne, we're going to challenge you just a little bit to go ahead and don't be shy to ask or to dream or, to, you know, to ask for what you want or what, what, you, don't, what you want to do. You can go ahead. And if you don't have a business yet, come on, let's, let's look at some ideas. But you're a leader, and you are an example of what other people need to see some success happening. Yes, sir! I need to mention one thing that we've been talking about, that I have to stir it up a little bit, because I know a lot of people don't share their opinion about it, but... You know, um, man, Hank Aaron passed away. Yeah, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. Yeah. And there's nothing but, you know, great things to salute about his accomplishments and all that. But, man, ain't nobody telling the other part of the story. Uh, well, I am sure. I, was, uh, I talked about how, how he, when he was working the record, he had to get bodyguards. Because, because the people, oh man, he had all that. But, but you know, here's it's just one thing. I, I, you know, I want to see. Had you heard anything about, you know, maybe things that may have contributed or or not to his? You know, he was he was a healthy man. He wasn't didn't have cancer. He wasn't sick or anything. No, I like to know. Let me just go on and tell you. That's, let me just go on and say because they're not saying it. That's that's the problem. Okay. Uh huh. But you know, this program we talked about. We talked last year this time, okay? 
Okay, well, here's it. I don't know, and I'm not trying to imply nothing, or I'm not trying to say anything, but I have seen a few little comments, you know, on the on the, on the down low here or whatnot. But you know, he was vaccinated on January fifth. Mm. So one of the thing, one of the reactions is say, you know, well, uh, you know, one percent of the people are going to have an adverse reaction. Well, hell, you got a better chance of surviving. The, the, the virus itself, you know, you got, you got a higher percentage of surviving it with no vaccine. Amen. You know, you want to the one percent. Amen. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, wait a minute. Fifteen days, ten days, is it a coincidence or is it not? Can you prove it's not or can you prove either way? But we don't even want to talk about it. We don't, we're not, not going to mention that. You got to dig around and somebody got to find something somewhere and say that because they don't want to, uh, you know, so uh, LeBron's getting vaccinated. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's getting vaccinated. Uh, 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 President Biden got vaccinated. You know, what do we know? With me or whatever. But is is that what you're telling me you want me to do it because they did it? Mm. And I'm mm. like, I hate to say it like that. Mm. But, uh, monkey see, monkey do? Yeah. Like, yeah, can I at least get some data or some science or some, some you know? Uh, those guys weren't at the top of my list because they were educated or scientists or doctors or researchers. Well, sure, I mean, so, you know, so another person says, well, uh, don't get vaccinated. But you know what, man? They got some serious. I don't, I don't understand this. They took out in one place I'm aware of, you know, and I'll just tell you like this. I kind of expect that, but uh, let's say Gary, Indiana. So today we're going to vaccinate uh, however many people, so we're bringing them doses out. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, man, they got to vaccinate. They went through it and they looked out there and they said, oh, that's the end of the line. Ain't nobody else out there. And they said, oh, these, these 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 doses that we have have expired. We got to throw them away. Ooh. And then there's uh, uh, there's a number of those situations. Then there's the well, uh, I got my first shot on such and such a date, and you have to get shot number two within such and such a date. We don't Damn. have it, and mm. you can't get it. So now mm. what happens? You got you got. Yeah. A thing that could turn around on you, or maybe it's just no good. You got to start over again. Let's hope yeah. that that's the worst it is. Is you just got to start over if you can't get it in time. But how is it that uh, now I think they should Pfizer is cutting back on the number of shipments you get because they overdosed, or they, they there's more doses in a dose or something. It's something like they wait a minute. Can y'all, you know, it's kind of like that that side effect language at the end of a TV commercial that goes by so fast you can't understand what they said until they said yeah. start if you lose if you lose your vision or you lose or your heart might stop wow. like you know they yeah. wait a minute what what did you say mm-hmm. you want to say man wait a minute slow that down wait well why is it, and why are they speeding up like you really don't want you to hear the news okay I said this before you came on the program okay that I, I will be getting me a uh, shot. And the reason I'm getting my shot, okay, is because now I'm back in therapy. You know, and I'm around a whole lot of people that are sick also. 
you know, and, and so right now, I'm not, but I would not, right now, I call my doctor, and I will be, you know, going to, you know, the hospital going to, you know, one of the top hospitals in the country. That's to get my so I know when I get my first, I get my second, okay? But, uh, like I said, I said I wouldn't, but right now, when I'm, when I'm at Derby the other day, I'm looking around here and saying, I don't need to go and get an extra step and I go and wear my gloves and I go, okay? But, but, but right now, uh, you know, uh, the thing now is that, uh, we got Johnson and Johnson and we, we don't have enough virus, enough, enough vaccines, but the problem that we were having now is that it was not organized. Uh, it was like everybody's competing against everybody that's trying to get vaccines, you know, and, and as opposed to being, being you know, a system where you know, see, systematically in our country, we're good for setting up systems. And here we don't have a system for this. If anybody, no. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not at all. Yeah, right. see, you can say that again. And then on the, on the day of the inauguration, Amazon says, uh, would y'all like a little help with that? You know, <laughs> if, if we know we got X right. number of people that we're trying to vaccinate, and we've got uh, X number of doses of units. This is, you know, a sixth grade math class, third grade math class can tell you well, how many uh, 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 points of application or where can you go, how many of them kind of places you need to give a vaccination, how many people we need to see a day to get this done in a week, in a month. You know, so, you know if we try to get 100 million doses done in a month, that's a math problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can you could damn near have the National Guard or somebody out there uh, manning the, uh, 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 you know, the, the injections. And, and, you know, didn't they used to have a gun or something? Like, a, a yeah. thing that just looked like a gun they put up on your arm and boom, you hit you. And you could just, like, not line up 100 people and walk down there and hit them. You know, I mean, I, I don't understand because I, I cringe every time I, 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 I see them jabbing somebody with a long needle and it looked like a person don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and they all stick on the audience like they have a good time. You know, I hate people. They don't know about I hate people. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to jab somebody like, I mean, like, you know, where the skin ain't that tough. What's going on? Wait, I know the polio vaccine, right? They said they used to give it to you, uh, give polio vaccines when it came out on a sugar cube. Yes. Oh my goodness! They did. <laughs> yes, they did. It's something up. It's something up because there's there's ought to be other way to where you know. Uh, can you just deliver mine up to my house? Actually, <laughs> guys, this them, you know, Amazon says let us take the challenge. Actually, we deliver hundred million in one day, a week, or three days. The five, you know what? If we get that thing, but why do we got to go through? You know, and, and, you know, they're rushing it and all and so. Can I, I can I make another a, another a, 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 just this morning. Okay. That's right. That's they like, need help. Help. <laughs> yes, help. Can I send some? Yeah, go ahead. Can I send some? Sure. Right quick. Here it is. 
There is none to plead thy cause. Thou mayest be bound up. Thou hast no healing medicine. I'm through with it. <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and check the beef. <laughs> All right, so we had a rally of I don't know how many thousands, tens of thousands, whatever people were up here, and that thing got turned into what became the siege on the Capitol. And all this information, you could debate, they, they knew about it, but they, they weren't, they didn't think anything of it, you know. And it's our cousin. I know somebody's going down. Oh, it, it's okay. We ain't worried about that. And then they came over to the Capitol. Yeah, we understand. It's a, riot. It's a, a protest. We see this all the time. Here, uh, here's cousin Jed over here. Let me go take a selfie with you. At this. He's, a, he's a protester. I'm a cop. Uh, we, don't do, we, we know each other. We ain't worried about it. And then there were some other people mixed in and got it. So, okay, now we're going to call out the National Guard, but nobody's allowed to come to the inauguration except uh, family or a handful of people that you saw that were there. And so, but we don't have 20,000 National Guard. And we don't have them. So what are we going to do with them? Well, they're going to be standing around, and we got them if we need them. Yeah, except one thing. Uh, don't let them go to the bathroom in the Capitol. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I'd rather sure sleep on the floor. Let them sleep on the floor. That is still okay. I'm tired of looking at them now. Send them to the garage. Send them to the garage. Just get them out there. Who, who, it's the National Guard. What? Man, they got cots over there in the bottom of uh, uh, the uh, Senate office building or Capitol office building. They got cots over there. They wouldn't even let them. I mean, why were they making them sleep on the floor? And what were they doing? They didn't need them after it was over with, but they got them hanging around for safety. And now that the uh, photo op is over, man, send them to the garage. Well, I don't care. Do what you want to do, man. You can send a few of them home. You know, that, these aren't, these aren't people that have been to, uh, maybe they've been to Iraq. Now, these are people that just came the national guard they 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 on the weekend or they go go home yeah, yeah. and yeah, they get family and a normal life they got you know, they 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 got their parents on the spot you know and come to come there and you know and uh, uh and, and unfortunately there's that fear okay they ain't let them go home they see us and we need you okay but you still gotta treat me right though that's the point i'm not kidding sure I, I was saying that just the other day and I was on the Karen and he said, Why do you sleep on the floor, you know, and just curl up and notch, you know, like little puppets and stuff, you know, and, you know, that makes no sense to me. That but again, let's me. talk about planning, organization. I mean, this is the military. You know, they got to have, uh, uh, oh, so uh, I just read this one. This is also Trump said, You know, y'all can use the hotel. Come on over to the hotel. <laughs> I know he just doing that to stir it up. But, you know, how are you going to feed them? Uh -huh. This is our military, or, or a branch of it. Is our military? I don't know. That's where we're going back to say now, is government suddenly becoming dysfunctional. And, and lack of organization. Yeah, that's right. It's not and, organized. You can and, see it. And, and let, let the private sector, let Amazon come in here and help us make these deliveries. We don't know who, what, got what, where, or when. And... The Amazon said, was well, right here on, on my phone, on my, on my Palm Pilot. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't get it. I mean, it, it's, it's, 
is stark reality, if you want to call it that. Which, I'm going to say this to you, okay? One of the things that, uh, you know, uh, and I've been hearing this more than one time, uh, Biden and President, uh, today is the 23rd, you know, the 20th, and, and our country is going through a retooling, for lack of better description, okay, for what we had and what we now have, and putting people in place. And one thing that I didn't agree with, Early on, when Chilson, I think, was the gentleman over the defensive subject, when he was, and they had all these jobs, you know where I'm coming from, they had all these jobs that remained unfilled, unfilled in government. I mean, in terms of they just wouldn't fill them. They didn't fill them, okay? And so now, okay, that's the thing that made the different departments of the state department was that we had a backup. And we have these in place. And now, okay, we find ourselves like a, like a chicken, like, like one of those fish that they had on, uh, on, on, uh, on, 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 the bones, all you got is the bones. Huh. You know what I mean? And so we got to put the meat back on the bones now. And that's where, and, and that's where we, that's where we at our weakest right now. And that's the thing that, that's, that's going to come out more so and more so now. And that's why I think it's not good, it's not good to reverse this in peace. So we have to take the time. Uh, you know, we didn't get here overnight. And so right now, I think anybody that's going to cool off, but at the same time, look at all the pieces as they go forward. So we did what? And I think right now, the, the National Guard, you know, for the last four years or so, uh, it has not been. The National Guard that we that our daddy that we grew up with, you know, we all know that they ain't our daddy's army no more. No, sir. Matter of fact, I saw and so many thoughts are uh, rushing in my head. You know, they're like, oh, we don't know what they were playing. They showed up and they were gonna try to uh, put those uh, uh, plastic handcuffs on me. Well, yeah. they already tried to kidnap the governor of, of Michigan. Well, so um, this ain't no they, new news. They already have an FBI file on that and who's planning it. And they feel there'll be more. They're doing that. You know, the, the, uh, uh, the other thing is, how did the immigration issue suddenly become so important that the, the, the executive orders he did reversed that to where it's all the all in free. I, I, I think they, I think some crazy number, 150 million. So they're gonna make them citizens if you're already here. Then the then the news flashes to and them caravans back back on. Everybody I know around the world is saying, man, we coming. <laughs> we can visit now. It's all good. So you got all kinds of people ready to hit the uh, uh, immigration. I mean, hit 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 the with passports. I'm coming on boat. Give me my passport. Give me my paperwork. Biden saying it's all good. Come on, y'all. Well, rush on in here before we even get get COVID under control. Yeah, well, that ain't going to help. No, we're watching. You know, we're watching to see if this and we'll give Biden a chance. You know, we ain't got no choice. We give him a chance. Don't give him a chance. It is what it is. Right. And right now, he has three days in, and I think he has signed over 30 something negative order. And the whole lot of elections, and that's why it's kind of funny, you know, they've been looking at this. Here's a man that came in 
and all these things he's doing, okay, these first you know, first you know, it hadn't been a week. So what was taking place before he got here? We got all these vacancies that that he's feeling right now. That means, you know, uh, what, what what were they doing? What were the departments doing? Mm -hmm. They had nobody there to do this, and now we can see now why we're falling short when they come to do this distraction. Uh, they had to call it national, but here in Missouri, they don't call it national out here in Missouri. They said they already, they already called it out for us to work on these on these back things. Because he has most colleges right now who have medical schools where they already got got those students on their last year. They they already went to the hospital. I said one day at Howard University. They said, well, these students already now that they call it you know, past next students who retired to come up with vaccines. All they do is you know, they compete in the home. Or you either right now you try you go to Walgreens or you go to uh, what's that uh, CDC where you want to go. They can give shots. They said they can give shots. I mean, so I mean, so they said you gonna get the shot. Women, women, they checked. Remember, uh, Miss Rudolph? No. Well, Wendy, which one was she? Women with Richard Fry. Oh. He said you gonna tear here, Goose. Uh huh. He said you. You know, he said no. Miss Rudolph. No, he had said that. You know, he saw something. What she did. And, and Richard said, well, you know, you know I want a turkey or a goose for Christmas. And he saw what she could do. He said, you're going to get a turkey or a goose. So right now, we're going to get a shot one way or another. Yeah. And there's a lot of people yeah. that's, that's why I said, you know, there's not no need for us to just be, you know, making lines when, when we got all these people around here who can help us. But they're not being asked to. For one thing, for sure, we are a human nation, as we all know. But it's, well, it's, 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 I mean, I think the, the, the my, 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 what I'm, my takeaway for today is, is love. You mm -hmm. know, Reverend, thank you for uh, uh, saying that because these first hundred days or whatever, so far, the first three, four, five days, it ain't with love. They, they, you know, whether they hate Trump or hate the policies or whatever, things that. Could could didn't have to be the very first thing you did to demonstrate the, uh, the opposite of love, hate, or, or resentment, or whatever, you know. And so we hear what you're saying, but we see what you're doing, right? Mm. And that's why you know uh, as we watch this, uh, Sharon, uh, you can see you got tell us all, Sharon, what you got for us. Um. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what happens because that's all we could do, really. And, and take every day one step at a time. Amen. 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 What more can we say? A month of days. Okay, and we now uh, we take it up and right. Thank you so much for joining us. Not to do back in my commerce, and we have promised you a good show today. And I know if we had a dialogue discussion with the whole team, and uh, and we hope you learned something. I know you know real good that you can share with somebody else. But again, this is Turkish USA, Hawkeye Radio.com, or January 23rd.